Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Listening to the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome back to another great episode of the Scoreboard Addicts podcast. I'm Nick. With me, as always, is Anthony the Rook, TJ, who's hammered, and our our intern stat guy, Sal, over yonder. Wait, hold on. My camera's right not here. It's over there. He's there. there you guys, go. I'm over here. He's here. Baby-faced, as always. TJ's starting to grow a stubble back. Anthony looks like he's been on a bender for about a week and a half. <laughs> but his cleaning lady came, so we're good to go. Uh, this Still week, goddamn cue cards. <laughs> this week... <laughs> This week, uh, we're starting it off with uh, – we're going to do uh, a little uh, WWE trivia. Brad from uh, the Pesky Report is going to be on the show, as well as Matt from the Squared Circle over on the Instagram and the Twitters. Uh, I Shout out to my pops because I know he's watching. And, hey, what's hey. up? Mr. Velasquez, what's up, man? Man. How are we uh, How are we doing today, boys? We good? We are doing okay. amazing. I'm good, but I, I wanted to test out this myth live on our podcast. Uh, I know it's okay. a Midwest thing to do, but I, I, I've been seeing it forever since the commercials came out, and I want to see if it's true. Let's let's see if it's real. <laughs> Just for everyone, oh God, the audio. He was holding a bush, bush beer can, and that was him doing the. Whole little was like a river. No, you never saw that commercial where you, every time they oh, crack open a beer, bush. bush. Oh, oh, I didn't know what you were doing. They're just making water noises. <laughs> what? By the way, the Scoreboard Addicts podcast does not endorse or promote the usage of bush while moving a vehicle. We like clean shave. Oh, never mind. 
<laughs> Jesus. Was, I thought we were going a different way. That was, I actually thought the same thing. What do you say? <laughs> well, all righty then. No, I think we're ready for trivia. <laughs> Good segue. Hi, Dad. All righty then. We will bring on our first. Well, we'll bring on the recurring guest who's always here. Matt O'Day from the Squared Circle. What's going on, Matt? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me, guys. Well, thanks for being on once again. We didn't Always. invite you, but somehow you show up anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm like Roger from Sister Sister. Basically. So <laughs> home, Roger. And we have Brad from the Pesky Report joining us today for Rassel and Trivia. What's going on, Brad? How you doing? I'm fucking living the dream. <laughs> Boston no, in the house. We've been infiltrated. I thought it was bad enough he was wearing a Red Sox hat, and then he put on the ugly-ass yellow Red Sox hat. And, God, it made it ten times worse. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I dig it. It's I a World Series like hat. Oh. Say that again? It's a World Series hat. I don't recall them wearing a yellow hat in the World Series. It's an 04. It's called the Pink Lemonade. Oh, I, I thought that was that city crap that they did where they were like, yeah, we're going to go. I got one the- of those, too. The UCLA colors. Because yeah, blue one, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, you guys, the Bruins, right? The Boston Bruins. <laughs> I mean, that's an actual yeah. team, so no. Yeah, <laughs> you jabron to talk wrestling, not baseball, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, these guys tricked me. These guys are a bunch of New Yorkers. They're all Yankee fans, and they tricked me to come on their podcast. <laughs> that's get, what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> They did this on purpose to abuse me. He's like, this, I'm never doing this again. All right, well, let's get started. Wrestling trivia. There's the uh, he better not win. From Stat Guy Sal, Attitude Era Edition. Wrestling trivia. <laughs> All right, and that would mean we are starting wrestling. Trivia. Once I get my questions up, so how does that not get away? Where did the two cards go? They're gone. They're gone. The cleaning lady took them. She threw them away in the trash. She didn't appreciate your art. She didn't <laughs> yeah, appreciate she my parody WWF. Man, when she comes back and tell her she's, you got to give her the you're fired. <laughs> Come to so find out, she's been working great, for the man this whole time. Matt, that's actually a great segue into our trivia this week because this week we have a, a topic for all five questions. And that oh, is catchphrase phrases. No. So, starting with question, question number one: Most WWE superstars that last in the business come up with a catchphrase that resonates with all WWE fans for years to come, even after the superstar's retirement. Some memorable catchphrases from superstars have been: "Give me a hell yeah," "Get the tables," or "Hello, ladies." <laughs> Which superstar had the catchphrase, it's true, it's true? I had to pick a fucking pen that doesn't write. Val Venus was the best when it was uh, retired porn star. (laughs) (laughs) Val Venus. Hello, ladies. Yeah, you did a better one uh, than I did, but. Do you follow him on Twitter? I do not. Is he worth a follow? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I never met a wrestler that Matt didn't think was worth a follow. Yeah. 
like this Godfather. Is, this is more wow, really? That's he's a little outrageous, so it's definitely worth the follow. Is he a porn star again? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he not. does shit with with pop. He yes, pop. he does. Oh, is that's right? originally why I followed him, but then he started getting like very political, <laughs> and I was like, yo. <laughs> you dipped. Yeah. All right, everyone, everyone locked in. Oh, I forgot oh, what you, have you have a pen that works? Nope. I picked a pen that does not work. All right, but so I know who it Brett, is. Brad is going to go first every time. Uh, <laughs> Brad, what's your uh, what's your answer? Kurt Angle. That is correct. Sal, give him the two points. Matt, what is your answer? Kurt Angle. It's true. It's true. All right, Sal. Kurt Angle. Perfect. TJ. I was wrong. <laughs> what was it? I thought it was Road Dog. Oh. Nick? I got Kirk Angel. <laughs> actually, actually, I have a fun fact for you guys. Well, don't you say that. It might be the next question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, you want to no, it's, it's not a catchphrase. Okay. Who was the original person to use that song? The Patriot. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Did we talk about that? We watched 97. Yeah, so that's we talked about recently, too. All right. So uh, everyone got it right except for TJ, defending champion. So it's a bad, <laughs> bad start. <laughs> Um, he's, he's playing the he's playing the long game where we all yeah. bet our points, all our points at the end. Yeah. He bets all but one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's actually how I won last week. All right, this duo was a Canadian professional tag team, best known for their of their time in the WWF. The team disbanded in two thousand one. They had seven reigns as WWF tag team champions. Oh. One of their popular catchphrases were "For the benefit of those with flash photography." Name this tag team duo. This one's a little easier. I told Matt this week was a little easier because it's all catchphrases. So. But it's very entertaining, and you're doing a hell of a job as the host. And oh, thank you. Keep it that up. That's coming back on you, T. I appreciate it. You got it. <laughs> I wore I wore my I wore my hall shirt today. Yeah, I was gonna say something. I was waiting for like the right time. I'm loving it. Too sweet. What do you guys that Macho Man? No. Oh yeah, that's Macho Man. Yeah. Is that a sweet? I'm wearing our shirt. A spoiler. I'm just wearing a blank shirt. Um, <laughs> I can only wear it in the house because people throw things at me when I wear it outside. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably so. I'm just glad you're not walking out there naked. I do that as well. That's why they're throwing things at you. No, no, nobody throws anything at me. They're too busy averting their eyes. It's like looking into the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> All right, everyone's locked in, right? Yes. It's like Brad's beard. Edging Christian. That is correct. Matt. Edging Christian. Correct again. Sal. Edging Christian. Correct. It's TJ. I didn't know, so I went Scotty too hotty and Grandmaster sexy. (laughs) That could be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love it. Give me the X, please. Give it X, TJ. I got Christian and Edge. Is that all right? Uh, I think I'm gonna judges. We accept. We accept. We accept. (laughs) All right. So before I play the video, because this is a video clue one, 
Mr. McMahon was known for uttering this catchphrase towards several of his employees, including a former president of the United States prior to him becoming the president of the United States. Who is Vince speaking to in this clip? As I try to get to it, because I forgot to load it up. No, it's loaded up. I just haven't have it. Uh, Oh, here we go. Screw you. You're fired. Who is Vince talking to in that clip? I think this is a little tougher because if you don't know that scene, then you want to play it one more time. It's not as good as the rapist one last week. Oh my <laughs> god, that was yeah. Play it one more time. All right, here we go. Screw you! You're fired. Nick, I think you should time. add the rapist uh, line <laughs> yeah, to the beginning I of the actually, show. I, I actually just deleted it from. Let me see. I can pull it up because we're playing again. <laughs> I think I'm have, oh, I do have it saved from last week. Hold on. Give me a second. I'll, I may possibly play this again. Actually, whoever's a loser, I should just play this for them. Yeah. <laughs> Come on out, you rapist. Wow. <laughs> That's a ridiculous scene. How are we laughing about this? It's not, oh. it's not, he's not really a rapist. That's why. That's why it's, it's not funny. true. And the way he says it, it's hilarious. It's a, it's a real. It's a, it's like an outlandish accusation to make it someone who just married your daughter. Like that's just said it to Ben Roethlisberger, or I mean, yeah, but he married his daughter while she was passed out drunk. <laughs> oh my god! No, it was a it was a ruse. Spoiler alert: it, they were in on it the whole time. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like that's true at all. I feel like it was she just went along with it after a while. I don't know. She she has Stockholm syndrome. You mean it's an upgrade from China? So she's like, oh, yeah. Belf, Beauty of the Beast. All right, everyone locked I was in. Thinking that too. Everyone locked in. Yeah, yeah. I'm locked in. All right, uh, Brad, you go first. Was it Austin? You said Austin. Is that what he said? I missed. Yeah. 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 Correct. Oh, Matt knocked over my scotch. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is correct again. Sal? Stone Cold. Correct. DJ. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. I got Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is correct, sir. So everyone's right for TJ once again. again. When TJ wins this week, I'm going to be pissed off. (laughs) Yeah, that would be awesome. What do you use for that, for your trivia answers? What's that? What? I feel like Nick uses a, a separate piece of paper for every answer because he always writes so small. No, they're on top. <laughs> I oh, literally just – Oh, he's folding it. Oh, professional. It. Okay. Yeah. And then when you're done with trivia, you have a little fan afterwards to keep yourself cool. I like <laughs> well, I'm done with trivia. I just throw it at the camera. Right All at right. you, Matt. Question number four. The Rockets famous for having a few catchphrases that have been uttered, uttered throughout WWE Universe. And even gets repeated by WWE fans this very day. However, the idea for this catchphrase was from saying backstage during was said backstage during a show and was getting a laugh out of it. He decided to make it part of his character. He first started this phrase at WrestleMania 14 during an interview segment. What was the catchphrase? And now we get quiet while everyone thinks. I got to fill up time by just talking. <laughs> the audio is not terrible. Everyone probably hates my voice. I do this. Matt, you're really thinking there. 
I'm, I am. I'm lost. Can you can you repeat the question, please? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, is not, this is not a video clip. No, it's what catchphrase the Rock first used at WrestleMania 14. Third interview oh. second. The Rock has a, has a couple of catchphrases, so who's to say which is the right one? Could it be? Was it Poo-Tang Pie? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> it was not. I, that's why I said it. So just so I'll never forget the time he did that song for Vicky Guerrero. Oh, that oh was good. <laughs> did he do a song with Slick Rick about the pie? Yeah, uh, yeah, he did a right? song. What song was it? He did it with Wycliffe. He did a song with Wycliffe. Oh, really? I thought it was it Slick was Rick. Awful. And it was awful. He just did a song with Tech Nine, too. Oh, did he? Yeah, he oh, literally man. throws like four bars, and that's it. And everybody goes crazy for it. <laughs> oh, is, it the, is that the one with the, uh, the what's power? my name? Yeah, yeah, what's my name? Motherfucking rock, right? That's one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is a hard one. This question. Well, you, you, you ruined the, time, the fucking. Eric. Do you like pie, Michael Cole? You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not. Do you like pie? All right, I guess we're gonna have to wrap this one up because it seemed like a tougher one. So let's just get started. Pick, uh, Brad. What do you got? I'm going with. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? That is correct. Wow. He did say, so he didn't say it that way, but he did say, if you smell what I'm cooking. So I'll, ta- I'll take that as an answer. Matt, you have the same one, I'm assuming? I have the same one. I thankfully crushed out jabroni and I wrote that right one. Nice, nice. Sal? Can you smell what the rock is cooking? <clears throat> it's it's a variation of it, but I'll take it. Uh, TJ? What, what was the answer? <laughs> Not the one you have. It doesn't matter! <laughs> no, I... It, it doesn't oh, matter. Good. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got. I wrote, know your role and shut your mouth. Mm. I was hoping someone would say that. Uh, but yeah, no, that's actually incorrect. Well, I'm sorry, right. what you say? I said that's actually incorrect. It doesn't matter what you said. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Was gonna do that. Just did it. I thought the shtick was over. I thought no one else would do it again. God damn it. I walked right into it. All right. Question number five, final Jeopardy. So we're going to go around the oh. room. Oh, wait, Sal, give us our points. What yes. is the points? Uh, Brad has eight, Matt has eight, Nick has six, and I have eight, and TJ has a goose egg. He's got Sorry, we'll TJ. Give one. Sorry, TJ. He's alive. You can't win this week. <laughs> give him the one. Give him the one. <laughs> All right, TJ has zero. He can't really win, but he can still participate in Final Jeopardy. So, everyone, put up your points. No. Matt always goes eight. all in. I'm oh, going yeah. in. all in. All in. So we got all in, all in, all in, all in. So everyone's all in. Brad, that Wait. was the weirdest way One to million. write eight, eight ever. Yeah. I I think Nick is not all in. I am. He put six. Oh. six. <laughs> and yeah, TJ put should. up oh, one my million dollars. Matt, you really need to stop smoking before the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guest that just shows up. We're like, we don't, we don't know how, we, how it happens. He's, He's the guy on the couch. <laughs> Yeah. I was just gonna say he's the guy on the couch. Yeah, yeah. I'm always here. <laughs> All right, now that everyone is in, here we go. Final Jeopardy. In January 20, uh, sorry, on January 23rd, 1984, at the infamous Madison Square Garden, Hulk Hogan won his first WWF championship, and Hulkamania was born. Who first uttered the infamous term of Hulkamania? I don't know why I said infamous. It could be just famous. The famous term. 
or catchphrase or word of Hokomania. Who first said it? Yep. Who's the person that first uttered it? I like using the word utter instead of who said it. Uh, my guess is so like out there, but well, I don't sing say out loud. We're, we're in the middle of a trivia thing here, Sal. I know. I'm sorry. Stop this is a very good question. This is a good question? Yeah. Look at this. Why stump the wrestling guys? I love it. It's awesome. What you gonna do, brother? Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at that Matt's face. I don't know if he's high or he's just like really stunned by this question. <laughs> just his face. <laughs> it's just his face. Oh, okay. Yeah, there. Put your hands Off. together. A mix of option one and three. <laughs> All right. I'm locked in. I don't know. Everyone's locked in. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't, but I am. He's still thinking there, Brad. You, uh, you were almost ready. Yeah. All right. I can promise you it wasn't Dennis Eckersley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go, Brad. What do you, uh, what do you got? We're going with Gorilla Monsoon. That is correct. Wow. Wow. Holy shit. Let's go. Matt. What do you got? Gorilla Monsoon. Correct, Sal. I see I went the other way. I went Jesse Ventura. Mm, that is incorrect, Sal. You will not be a third time champion. Nick? Oh man. Said Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, that's what I was thinking too. Nick is also a zero. TJ, I would ask you, but you have no points left. But did you even have it? No, I said mean gene. Oh, mean gene. All right. Well, that is correct. So we have go to the tiebreaker. Oh shit. All right. This is <laughs> a lightning have- round. This is gonna have to be all right, so whoever's the first to uh, – we don't have buzzers here, but first to raise their hand gets to answer the question, all right? What were what were Hulk Hogan's three demandments? Matt. Say your vitamins. I'm sorry. Mother I'm sorry. <laughs> say your prayers. No, no, you're done. You're done. That's wrong. <laughs> you can't say vitamins, so you're exactly <laughs> wrong. Are you kidding you're wrong. The first night ever that Matt is now angry <laughs> at so me. Excited. He's like, look, say your vitamins. <laughs> God. Don't worry, dude. I'll probably get this. Mine are A, C, D. <laughs> Brad, you got Take your vitamins. Here. Say your prayers. Mm. Fuck. And fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I saw that porno. It, it might have been fucked. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Matt, we'll give you a second chance because you probably knew it, but you fucked up your words. No, no, no. It's it's okay. All right, well, I don't. Like, okay, it doesn't seem like you're. You're not acting like it's okay. No, yeah. no, it, it is. It's you can't. You're right. You can't you say so your vitamins. Confident. I love you. It's like say your vitamins. <laughs> all right, hey all Matt. Right, right. Matt, your haircut looks great. Here. Thank you. They were. Training, saying prayers, and eating vitamins. Those were the three demandments. So now we have to go to the double. What was the first one? Uh, Training. I wouldn't have got that because I don't train. (laughs) (laughs) So we have have a tiebreaker, which would mean after this, if we are still tied, I will have to uh, name a co-champion, I guess, here. Rock, paper, scissors. No way, dude. It reverts back to the former champ. 
<laughs> zero, dude. I got it. I got it. Potato sack racing and alternate weekends until we have a winner. <laughs> All right. The second time I go, raise your hand first. Who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win his first championship? Matt. The Iron Sheik? That is correct. Everybody, bonus bonus points, Matt. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan was the first wrestler to do what? Sell out Madison Square Garden. Bo- no, body slam dude, Andre the Giant. Escape the camel clutch of the yeah. Iron Sheik. Oh. I don't know. You're, you're right. Yeah. I, I know I'm right. I looked up the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, then, Matt. Welcome back to the winner's circle. Right? Did you, you win one? Oh, you did win one. Yes, you this won, is you won my week, second. Uh, you won week two. Clap it up for Matt. Here's my cookie. Is that an edible? It's a long applause. <laughs> no, it really is a long applause. We got to find a shorter one for that. No, I just need to press a button more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I press it and let it go. I should just press it and turn it off. Yeah, probably should. What were the what, what, what were the uh, the guidelines under which Matt came on the show? Yeah, uh, I week? actually unfortunately did not come up with one this week. We didn't have a contract this week. Oh man, we didn't have a contract this week. He just showed up this time. Remember, he's just hanging out and coming on. And... I'll think of what next week when Matt. Listen, I talked to Matt offline about this. He's tired of the the abuse. Okay, <laughs> tired of it. Well, this no, was last yeah. week's, so I could just read the same one again. Matt would give up Freddie. He would give Freddie Freeman number five to take it from Joe DiMaggio, but meant that Freddie Freeman would be angry. <laughs> it's an outrageous thing. I don't know why he would say that, but that's what he wanted to say. If that was the only why? stipulation, I'd be down for that too. Just Joe DiMaggio. Don't yeah, the Yankees like, have two, one number retired retired twice? See number yes. eight. Two well, numbers. no, they have they have two numbers retired twice: forty-two and eight. Yeah, forty-two. Yeah, mm-hmm. but eight. Yeah. Both both those eight guys are in the Hall of Fame, though. Yeah. Was it Yogi and Bill Dickey, right? Yeah, but like when Bill Dickey retired, they didn't have retired not like numbers were a brand new thing. Yeah, so it wasn't like he a, only wore a number for like two years. Yeah, I do agree that the Yankees are retiring a lot of numbers, but my numbers getting retired next week. But you want to <laughs> retire Paul O'Neill though, because that's that's what you said last time. So that was, sentimental. Yeah. I okay. have a lot of talk about sentiment. No, no, no. Who Boo this shit about sentiment? Wait, 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 wait guys. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, let Matt speak. Matt, why do you want to retire Paul Neal's number? I figured. Oh, he's got disconnected. Oh, wow. We were right here. We were right here. I was just to say it doesn't matter. Oh, you know, I wasn't going to do that. I was going to say get disconnected. Um, Brad, <laughs> so where can we find you? I know the Pesky Report, the popular Red Sox uh, podcast. So uh, tell us where do we could find you. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, all those great whatevers, um, Amazon, whatever. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Pesky Report. Um, very active. We'll be starting some new YouTube content. In the coming weeks, um, we actually have an all MLB uh, content creator uh, going to be doing stuff on our YouTube page. And we're in talks to having some uh, some people do some other content on our YouTube page about the Red Sox. Sweet. Sounds awesome. 
Um, I was just going to say, um, maybe we'll have you on again for a Yankees Red Sox series. We could do a little mayor's bet. At least the, uh, I'll know what I'm getting into. <laughs> <laughs> this time I had no idea. I was like, oh, wrestling, cool. And then like I pop on and everyone's a Yankee fan. And I'm just like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> well, we appreciate you for staying of that because we did that little little pre-show type of uh you know just discussion basically and nick jumped on and immediately jumped down your throat so i I appreciate you sticking around with with yankee fans here's here's a fun fact and i'll probably get shit for people uh who are Sox fans i grew up a yankee fan oh oh oh, shit nick (laughs) look at this motherfucker my all-time favorite player is john mattingly that's fair that's a that's a great favorite player yeah, hey man, I grew up in now. foster homes, so the only way I got to watch baseball was if I watched the Yankees, and then I got to watch real baseball. Oh, there you go. Oh, Donnie baseball is real baseball. Come on. Oh, I love Donnie short. baseball. So what you're saying is you're a Red Sox fan, but you used to be a Yankee fan. Sure. You know what that sounds like? You're a phony. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, all right, well, Brad, we appreciate you coming on. We'll have you on again. Next time, right, appreciate you're coming out, brother. Civil when it comes to baseball, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially with me this jabroni. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Brad. Thank you. We do appreciate. All right, it. take it easy, guys. Have a good night. Take care. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollars cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by. 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner it's winter time when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them so don't risk a costly replacement stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the service card appliance repair program from black hills energy it's peace of mind in a plan Visit BlackHillsEnergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Good night. Good night, buddy. <laughs> oh, God, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. What kind of mayor bet are we going to do? Like the loser beats up the winner's mayor? Because I'm down for that. <laughs> I hope the Yankees lose that one because I would love oh, it. I, would bet. <laughs> I say we do do it anyway, even if you even if we win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What we do it, let's, all, let's all do it together. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not actually going to promote violence against the mayor. <laughs> not us. All right, Sal, we're going to see you later. We'll be talk a little bit uh, more. All right. We'll bring you back. We'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> we're rolling see you later. Time. All right. Later, Sal. All right. And the three amigos are back as we ride along. Hey, TJ, show. thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, yeah no problem. I had nothing better to do tonight, so might as well. Well, that's that's great. That's good news. So, <laughs> I forgot where we were going into for this. Oh, we're, uh, we're rolling into MLB, right? MLB yeah. just started up. I gotta say, um, I was, uh, I was I just, you know, nothing going on tonight, right? Not really. I mean, the Knicks played, but they fucking suck. So, what's the point of even watching? No, <laughs> well, they, they did win winning. Tonight. They might have blown it, but no, they, they won. won. They, they did, did win. win right? uh, but there was a night game for spring training, and I gotta say, though it was spring training. 
it was nice to watch a baseball game, you know, at nighttime. And it just, you know, it was good to see baseball getting played under the lights and, and hearing people talk about it, hear the crack of the bat. And all I could think was, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And Cameron Maben, killing it, killing it with the broadcast. Is I, good? I, I, I love him. He's great. He's great. He's great. But uh, yeah, baseball's back and it's got some new rules for this season and this season alone. Well, the one we I think we already spoke about before spoke about before was the universal DH, which I'm happy about. We have to right. worry about pitchers batting because I think sometimes we would see pitchers stand up there with a bat in their shoulder and just stand there and take three pitches on the plate and not even attempt to swing to avoid hitting into a double play. Um, so I mean, I I'm glad to see that shit gone. So that or that you watch them square to bunt and break their hand, a la David Cohn. Yeah, or run down to first base and what are they? What are you talking about? To meniscus? What happened to Chipman Wong? No, he that was rounding third. Oh, yeah. was it? It was rounding third. Yeah, even uh, Tanaka came up limp one time, going from third to home. Pulled a hamstring. Yeah, he pulled a hamstring against the Mets. So I mean, it's just uh, it's not worth it. These guys aren't like they're not seeing major league pitching for quite a long time because <clears throat> major leagues are only well, national league is the only league that has pitchers bat, and like they're in college. They I don't think they're batting in college either. And so in like, college, there must be a DH by rule. Yeah, and then so these guys haven't seen, and then they go to the minors, and the minors have DH too. So like. How many years has it been since you guys actually seen live pitching? Let alone uh, if they're great, major leagues. Yeah. yeah, it makes it, listen. It makes it more entertaining. It just opens up how many more spots for uh, aging players to live out their career. Uh, I think the players should be happy about it, considering it just opened up what sixteen more jobs. So yeah. I, I mean, you know, I always it, think it, of Mike Piazza career a little bit. I always think of Mike Piazza when I talk about the NL having a DH. Mike Piazza could have retired as a Met. Yeah, yeah he could have. You know, absolutely. So. But listen, I, I, I mean, I, I like. I'm an old school guy. I like the integrity of the game and trying to keep the game the way it was. But it, it's just you're you're handicapping a lineup for half an entire league. And I, you know, I know Met fans love to bring up, oh, well, Jacob Degrom can hit. He's not. A spectacular hitter to stop when, when you're he hits well for a pitcher. Yeah, like yeah. like being fast for a catcher. That doesn't right. That doesn't that that's the exception to the rule. That doesn't mean that the entire league should have to suffer with an easy out or purposely, you know, walking the guy in front of him with two outs to get to the pitcher. I mean, it, it's just boring baseball. Yeah, I was gonna say it helped the Yankees be able to trade Luke Voigt to a National League team because he's pretty much useful as a DH, and then. As Sal just wrote in the chat was saying that Pujols and did not notice did he did not spell Pujols correctly, but I'm uh, glad you out who the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, Pujols and Nelson Cruz get to extend their careers to teams like the NL as well, because in case AL teams have DHs and now the only chance they can come back is an NLDH. I mean, they have their their careers just extended. I mean, MLPA MLBPA probably loves the fact that the Universal DH is there, so I'm sure we do too as well. So moving on, what's the next rule? The uh the Otani rule. It's basically only for one person, which I fucking hate. I think it's, it's, it is and it isn't. It's very similar to what they do in college. In college, the rules say there must be a DH, yeah. but your pitcher, if he is pitching and he is the DH, is technically playing two different positions. So when he leaves the game as the starting pitcher, he doesn't necessarily leave the position as the designated hitter because you can't lose the DH in college baseball. Which is which is good. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess that's good. Um, and they basically adopted the same rules. It only applies to Otani because he's the only pitcher that can actually hit. 
Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's much to the chagrin of many a Mets fan. Jacob no, Degrom. I would love to see the Mets do that. Yeah, let let the Mets fucking DH. <laughs> I want to see it. He's so good. Let Jacob Degrom go into the DH slot after pitching, uh, you know, eight innings. Shit uh. out. <laughs> Make him DH. I don't. I still don't like it. I just don't like making a rule basically to help one person. It doesn't bother me as much as leaving the fucking ghost runner there. Uh, that. Yeah, the ghost runner I hate too. So that's back. That's back for this season. This season alone, I'm all right to compromise about it because, like they said, it was a very short uh, spring training. Players may not be up to snuff to start the season, and having pitchers pitch into the 15th and 16th inning early on could pose a potential risk for them to get injured. Um, I guess so. I mean, I don't like that ghost runner crap, but there's some logic behind it. Next season, it's gone, and we can get back to real baseball after the ninth inning. Um, That's fine. As long as it's gone next year. It's gone next year. Until Um, next year comes around, they're like, oh, we know we actually kind of don't like playing. Everybody hates it. There's only one person in the whole world that likes it, and it's that Heyman guy. And he's yeah, I I I tweeted him you're an idiot. Yes, I told him he was an awful person. Yeah. No one likes he was worse than being stupid. You know, those were his mother's dying words. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. Name that movie. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? What is that from? I don't know. Oh, that was a TJ special. No, yeah. Randy Quaid says it. Oh, I have no idea. I don't like Chevy Randy Quaid. Chevy Chase is in the movie. movie. Oh, it National, one of the, uh, the family vacation movies, right? Vegas Vacation. Is it Vegas? Yeah, Vegas Vacation. Right? Yeah, he, he Both agreed that Chevy Chase is not funny. No, I gave you an hour to put that movie on. Listen, did you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you watch Ghostbusters? I think you did. Uh, no <laughs> I don't proof. Said, why did Why did that happen? There actually is proof. I have a log of everything that you watch. It wasn't me. And then uh, this year, uh, the uh, rosters are expanded to 28 up through May. That's good. To accommodate for the double double headers. That yeah, we'll be that makes sense. Double headers are also back to nine innings. which is Yeah, great. I like that because I hate it. People don't have to get long. chipped out of buying tickets for a, no, a double header. Yeah. I also hated the fact that sometimes teams would be rallying in the seventh. They, like, cut the lead to, like, one. And then and it's not like, only well, that, just the just the implications. Over. Knowing that if you're throwing a no no or a perfect game, and oh, yeah, that was through stupid. seven, like that blows. Somebody yeah. did that. Somebody threw a seven inning no no hitter. I think it was yeah. Bumgarner. Bumgarner did it. I think that's the, the, that's it for the uh, for the, the changes for this season at least. Yeah, I believe so too. But. Uh, well, we're rolling slow tonight, boys. There's no yeah. enthusiasm. I, are, I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out, did we talk about Correa signing with the Twins last week? We didn't because it happened after we were done. Right? Yeah. I mean, that was big news. Um, a lot of people upset with the Yankees front office. Um, I I only get upset with them overall because I feel that they don't invest in their team commensurate with what they make. So – the Yankees are third in payroll, right? The Mets and the Dodgers uh, mm-hmm. are ahead of them. The yeah. only problem I have with that is they're two billion dollars more valuable than the than the Dodgers. So the Yankees are worth around five and a quarter billion dollars, and they're third in payroll, where the Mets are like one point seven billion dollar value, and they're second. Yeah. And then the Padres are like one point three billion, and they're fourth. Yeah, you know, so to me, it just says that it, again. It's just more. It's just further an in, in indication of the. And, and I posted this on Twitter. George Steinbrenner wasn't the greatest owner in the world. 
He didn't always make the greatest moves in the world, but there was no question whatsoever about what his motivation was. His yeah. motivation was to win. Yep. He made mistakes. Yeah. Hiring Billy Martin so many times was always a mistake. He's an awful <laughs> manager and an even worse player. All right. I could have won the World Series with those 77 and 78 teams. Okay. Yeah, but he was an epic drunk, so. <laughs> he was Billy's little, he was he was Mickey's little buddy, so he got a job and got his number retired. But point being is that George Steinbrenner was not the greatest owner in the world, but we knew where his heart was. He wanted to win. His son, yep. I don't think there's anybody that's a Yankee fan right now that can try and sit there and pretend that Hal Steinbrenner's motivation in the world is for the Yankees to win the World Series. It's not. It's for the Yankees it's, to make money. It's a bottom line. I agree with that. I also think that uh, with the Correa deal was like the Yankees took on Josh Donaldson's really big contract, which helped the Twins be able to sign Correa to a three-year, I think like $115 million contract, which is like if that's how much he was signing for, why couldn't the Yankees offer Correa that same exact deal for three years? They could have. They didn't want to. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's frustrating. I get they want to go with Volpe in a couple of years, but like who's to say Volpe's going to end up being a player like Correa? Yeah. I mean, we hope it is, but how many prospects of the Yankees passed like, well, pass on trading or, you know, holding yeah. on to them for a long time and they don't pan out? Dude, I frustrating. mean, yeah. How, how long do you have to hold on to Gary Sanchez to where you're not getting the value that you could have got from three oh, yeah. years ago? 100%. Honestly, though, the, the biggest problem with the Yankees, I think, is that their prospects come up from the minors. They do a lot of positive things in the minors that – they don't bring to the table, or they do bring to the table when they get to the Yankees for a little while. And then the Yankees front office gets a hold of them. They get them in the room with all the stat boys. They say, hey, if you put an uppercut in your swing, you could hit more home runs. And what happens? The guy stops hitting line drives. Now he's hitting, uh, now he's hitting nothing. He's hitting wind because he's throwing an uppercut in his swing. He's popping out, he's flying out, and he's lost what made him good, right? The, they'll tell a guy, don't go for two on that play. Because you're going to get thrown out. Statistically, the analytics say that's not good. But that's what makes him good. Don't steal bases. The analytics say that it's not worth it. But that's imagine telling like Ricky Henderson, don't steal bases. Because the Yankees would do that right now. They'd be like, yeah, we don't steal bases. Analytics says that stealing bases doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, right now, the last couple games I've been watching, they've been hitting a lot of line drives. They've been hitting a lot of ground balls. Uh, you know, you know me, I'm not an analytics person. I think it's absolute dog shit. The only reason that it appears to work now is because everybody's doing it. It, it would be like if everybody played blindfolded. Yeah, it looks like the best team is the best team because everybody's blindfolded. That doesn't make it fucking so, though. I will never believe anybody when they say that batting 220 is okay. Oh, strikeout doesn't matter. I saw two plays today. Tim LaCastro and Aaron Hicks both hit balls deep to center field and scored a run. If you strike out, that doesn't happen. So nope. to sit there and pretend like a strikeout is the same as every other out is ridiculous. Absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, but it really sucks because his slugging percentage isn't as high as other people. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyone who says Pete Rose is a terrible baseball player because of analytics can go fuck yourself. Not not as good oh, yeah. of a hitter because his slugging percentage wasn't higher than it, it was. It, yeah, okay. Yeah, Let, let's it, scoreboard it. Let's look at how many hits he has. Shut the fuck up. And I was, I was, I was, t- I, t- I, t- I said something about that. Uh, and uh, and Brad is saying uh, Trevor Story to the Sox. Nobody yeah, cares, Brad. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good move. I mean, good for them. I mean, no, it, it, I don't get it though. I don't get it because they have a very good shortstop already. They're in the Bogarts, but I think he's going to play probably second base, right? Because they don't have really have the second baseman right now. Right? I guess he's leaving then. Who? That's all I can think. Of. I guess he's leaving. He's not oh, going to be Bogarts is leaving. Yeah. I would say no. You put Bogarts at short and Story at second. Or third. Bogarts is- 
Bogarts wants to play short. I'm saying you put Story at second. Story wants to play short. Then one of them has to give up. <laughs> well, I, I know that um that Bogarts is a free agent sometime like in the next year or two. Oh, so maybe that might be it then. You probably I, I, I don't think he's gonna stay with them. It I mean he was, I mean, not, he's not gonna be there. Manny Machado. If only we had a guest that was from Boston that could help us right now. Yeah, I don't want to hear about that shit. Um <laughs> but uh in other Yankee news, cities that matter, uh Rachel Balkovic got cracked in the face with a baseball today. I knew you were gonna mention this. This is this. I mean, normally I don't know who the single A manager is, but if we're gonna make woke comments about like who's playing, I mean who's coaching, then we gotta talk about it. I mean, it happened. It, it was I, I saw it, it was tweeted. I'm pretty sure a Rockies manager from the minors died one year and nobody mentioned it. He got hit by like a line drive while he was coaching third. Sal, Sal said that a story did agree to move to second, so I was correct once again. So just let me did know. he? Just sucker. putting that out there. Story was going to play sucker. second. You're a sucker, Story. Anyway, we'll see how he hit, where he, where, how he hits when uh, when the air is a little thicker. <laughs> but yeah, Rachel Bakovic got hit in the face. She's out like five to seven days or something like that. I mean, it's tough getting hit in the face with a ball. I'm not going to lie. When I was in Little League, my manager was a woman. Uh, what was her name? Jamie. And she got cracked in the wrist. And it was the first time I ever saw like the stitches of a baseball on somebody's skin. Ugh, it's brutal. And we were only like 11. We were cra- or like 10 or 11. We were probably like 10 or 11. And somebody ripped a foul ball at her and hit her right on the wrist. Bam. And it left stitch marks. That is not uncommon. Just so everybody knows. That doesn't just happen to women. It, I've gotten hit by a baseball and had stitch marks on my chest. And on my yeah. shin and on my forearm. It's pretty intense. But uh, yeah, she got cracked in the face. Somebody posted the damn clip of Marsha Brady getting hit with the football. Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's not Gosh. funny, but it's pretty funny. Fatality. Uh, moving on to NFL. I put free agency. I probably should switch this to offseason because this has been one of the craziest offseasons that I can remember uh, in NFL, in recent NFL history anyway. Especially the news today with um, Tariq Hill. I didn't even know it was on the on like the outs with the Kansas City Chiefs, but they traded him. Uh, you know, the report came out saying they're looking to trade him the same day, and then like a couple hours later, um, he's traded to the Dolphins, and it was a pick between going to the Jets to the Dolphins, and he picked the Dolphins. The Jets had a pretty good package out there as well. If yeah, and they, the Jets, Casey accepted been, it, but he didn't want to go. It would have been awesome if the Jets yeah. took that. Oh they were God. not giving up one of their top ten first round picks, which was amazing. Uh, Joe, Joe Douglas would have been, I mean, even better, uh, A plus, I guess. He's already has A plus. So, I mean, get A the gold jacket. Plus. Yeah. If he would have pulled that off, get the gold jacket. Banner. It would have been incredible if he pulled off Tariq Hill for not even a first round draft pick. And fantastic. it all got ruined because Tariq Hill didn't want to go to the Jets because it didn't <clears> be him. And, and, but now, now, why would you want to go somewhere like, listen, I understand, you know, Zach Wilson, up and coming quarterback, you know, a, a lot left to see out of him. So, but you're going to Miami to play for Tua, who can't fucking throw. I mean, he can throw, but he, 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 he does Hill really think he's going to be the stud he was in KC when Tua is missing him left and right? So, so here's the deal with with with, uh, and, and what's really bothering me with the entire process is a lot of Jets fans are like, oh, it's because the Jets didn't offer a first round pick. That way, that's why the Chiefs gave. Hill the option to pick up teams. If they would have just blown the Dolphins pick out of the like their offer out of the water, then there would have been no choice, and and he would have had to go to the Jets. That's just not true. 
because it would have had to be an extend and trade. And he easily, which is essentially, that's a no trade clause, right? Because if I just sit there and say, I don't want to go there. And I just say like, I'm not going to do an extension with them. Then I'm not getting traded. I mean, that's it. Yep. So to sit there and say like, oh, well, they could have offered a first rounder and they definitely would have got him maybe for a year if they forced the trade anyway, even though they didn't get the extension. And then you would have paid a first round pick for a one year rental. And who doesn't want to be on the team? And there's so many just ignorant Jet fans going, no, if we would have offered everything, he would have came. No, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have signed the extension. He didn't want to be here. He lives in Miami. He lives in Florida. All right. They're tax free. Yeah. Okay. He has family there. Why would he come to New York other than like, I, I get it. I'm a big fan of New York. I think New York's the center of the fucking universe. Everybody doesn't. Most athletes are very short sighted. They're only going to look at what they're getting paid today. They don't realize that if they do well in New York, they'll have a job for as long as they want a job. Brandon Marshall is evident of that. Anybody ask Brandon Marshall about what it was like playing for the Jets? He didn't win championships, but he's got a job on HBO. And and it works. You know, uh, I always keep telling people, I'm like, listen, Derek Jeter won in New York. He could murder the mayor of New York City in Times Square and be found not guilty. <laughs> That's what being a, a hero in New York is. Joe Namath tried to drunkenly sexually assault somebody on Monday night football. Nobody cares. (laughs) We're being honest here, right? I mean, if you win in New York, you are the crown prince of the world. So he'll die in mediocrity in, in, in Miami when they're looking for a quarterback in a year or two. And, and it, it, honestly, Tariq Hill is an amazing talent. He doesn't have a great route tree. He's fast as fuck. Yeah. So that means he can catch a 40-something yard pass. The only problem is his quarterback can't throw 40 yards. Yeah, it's an issue. And every Dolphins fan, I know Coop is going to send us a message right now showing us that one pass that Tua threw against the Jets last year with zero coverage on fucking one-on-one with Waddle. Go ahead, Coop. Send it our way. One fucking <laughs> pass the whole year, 40 yards. Yeah. Yeah, Watch that from a team that had to get rid of their stud coach because he didn't want to lose right. Yeah, oh, and he didn't want to as his quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't want to as his quarterback. I know. What a shitty coach letting <laughs> yeah. the fucking fan base know exactly what they have. I always I, I have to get – why would you play for a man, a owner that tried to bribe the coach to lose games? Yeah. The only thing Miami has is the weather and tax, tax-free tax weather. That's all they have. That's all yeah. Miami has, like tax-free weather. That's true. I agree. They have a solid I like that, I like game the, I forgot there, about the Brian Flores thing, but he, he got paid to lose. And then he won anyway, and then they're like, I'm he's... amazed that fan base isn't shitting on that team more for that. Like, they just accept it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Oh, yeah, well, we're selling out for a pick. No, that's shit. Imagine yeah, paying to go see those games. Big haul. Ridiculous. They, they gave up a pretty big haul for, for Hill. Yeah, they did. Five picks. Mm-hmm. And that big-ass contract. Yeah, and then they gave him 120, what, 120 million, right? 73 million guaranteed. 75, wow, 73 million guaranteed. Jesus, that's crazy. And 53 million of it was a signing bonus. Well, maybe he'll be good for their next quarterback. Yeah, maybe maybe the next quarterback. It's funny, though, because Bridgewater is their backup and he can't throw far either. Nope. So I hope, I hope, uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, enjoys running out patterns, five yard outs, and, uh, and little slants and button hooks. Right across the middle, getting fucking walloped. Enjoy. He's gonna have to, he's gonna I hope that's signed Tyron Matthew Tyron Matthew and just just destroy that part. Like, that shit won't happen. 
Nope. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, across the middle. <laughs> and the other big wide receiver, one that's uh, moving on, is uh, Devontae Adams from the Green Bay Packers traded to the – I almost said uh, the Los Angeles Raiders. I don't know why. I almost said Los Angeles. What is it, 1992? Yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders now have Devontae Adams reunited him with his uh, college quarterback and uh, Derek. We lost him. We lost him. Derek Carr reunited with his college football, his college football quarterback, Derek Carr. Oh, he's um, back. You all right? Maybe. No. Oh, he's Not frozen right. again. That's a great face, by the way. He's going <laughs> to love watching this later. <laughs> That's what a giant fan looks like, folks. <laughs> I think he keeps freezing. He's just making faces now. <laughs> the poor radio people can't see this ridiculousness. Oh, I think he left. He's, 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 he's he'll be back. Anyhow, yeah, uh, Devontae Adams leaves Green Bay and uh, heads over to Las Vegas. And, you know, looking around that wide receiver room out there in Green Bay now, and it doesn't look as attractive to Aaron Rodgers as it previously did. Definitely does not. You're done now, Mr. Jitterbug? I don't know what the fuck that I have, I'm sitting next to my internet, like my Wi Fi. I don't know why it's no cue cards. It, maybe it's the cleaning lady's fault. Did she unplug it on you? <laughs> she got some lemon pledge on your shit, bro. She must have. I'm so mad right now. I hate this. No, it's Optimum's fault. Fuck you, Optimum. Why do you still have Optimum? I don't know. Don't ask me questions. Bios, motherfucker. I should Bios. switch to Bios. Is it wired for your uh, development? Yeah, we just recently got it. Able to go no, jump on I have, board. I have to switch. It's a big commitment. Yeah, well, you should be committed <laughs> to this podcast and not making faces like this. <laughs> well, I, was, I didn't purposely make that face. I think you did. For folks listening and not watching, it's the bitter beer face, essentially. That one. <laughs> All right, get back to the football. <laughs> we were done with the football. Yeah, we talked about Devontae Adams being reunited with his uh, former college yeah. quarterback. All right, where are we off to next, boys? <laughs> we are slow sluggish. rolling. Are we? Uh, what is wrong with us today? We like everyone. I guess everyone's out of it. Can we pump this up? Let's pump oh, this up. God, seriously, let's just go right into PGA and talk about how if you rode with us for two weeks Wait. straight, you're in the fucking money, boys. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, we have to do this thing first, uh, and then we could uh, then we get back to it. <laughs> For anyone who's the audio, this is a what well, last time I froze with a ridiculous face on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what look, I'm doing. Look, what are you about twenty pounds down from that now? I yeah, probably am actually. I look. I, yeah, I do. I feel like felt. Yeah, I look. I look big there. Ugh. Like I only need was a little the little creature on the side. I was like fucking job of the hut there. <laughs> oh, Zoro. <laughs> little thing, the little rat thing on the side. <laughs> I saw that thing at the '90s thing. They had like oh, a little puppet there? thing there, and that puppet was there. Oh, the little rat, little shit rat. Yeah, <laughs> that rat. That one. <laughs> that one. That one. All right. Well, let's let's pump it up. It's a PGA picks as TJ was getting yeah. to before I made fun Boy. of myself. Making that, money. This, at least I can make fun of myself. You know, that's that's the good thing. That's we not you anymore, though. That's the old you. That was the old Jabba. Jabba me. 
<laughs> they just look like a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> TJ just wanted to use that just so he could do the so bad. Disney's suing us in three, two, <laughs> one. <laughs> they don't own that. It's gonna be like you posted a clip of Jabba the Hutt getting choked out by Princess Leia. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that some kink? I think that was some kink. It might have been. He had some chicken in a bikini choke him with a fucking Slave rope. Slave Leia. I'm pretty sure it's some borderline David Dave, David Carradine shit right there. Uh, getting choked out by Princess Leia. What a some, dream. Who wouldn't want to get choked out by Princess What do they call that? Cool that what what autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Everybody has the Princess Leia fantasy, okay? Slave Leia. Come Not on. the choking oh, part, though. Yeah, Dude, whatever. Part. Whatever works. <laughs> whatever gets you going. Give we don't judge. Shit. No judgment here. Judgment free zone, like we're fucking Planet Fitness giving out pizza on a Friday. <laughs> I used That's to how they get you going, bro. Uh, All right. All right. So. <laughs> PGA Valspar Championship. Our guy Sam Burns, who I picked to win, takes it down to the wire. All right. I was watching. If uh, if you don't know, we bet using FanDuel, and the best part about FanDuel is the cash out option. And I was sitting there with my finger above the cash out because it kept bouncing from uh, about half the payout. Then it went to three quarters of the payout when um, what's his name, Mister Fairway. I was off uh, right behind the bunker to the right in uh, the, the replay of the 18th hole, the first playoff hole. And then it bounced down back to half half money. So I was like, you know what? This isn't life-changing money. I only had 15 bucks on it. I went light. Uh, $330 payday. I was like, let's roll with it. Sam Burns comes out with the win. A fantastic birdie putt from about, I would think it was 35, 40 feet. Uh, lips it in. Right off on the outside of the cup, just barely cuts in. Beautiful. So we got Sam Burns to win. That was my pick. I also picked uh, Scott Stallings to place in the top 20. He was actually leading after two days of uh, the Valspar. So he was secured nice and uh, easily in the top 20. That was going off at plus 500. So that maybe another couple shekels. So if you rode with us, you made some money. Last week, uh, Rook happened to pick the winner. So he made you some money. I, 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 yeah, with Cam Smith. I, I think we're we're uh, getting a little credibility in our PGA picks, boys. The only one I had wrong was I thought Xander Shoffley was going to be in the top five. Sadly, he crapped the bed the last day. He was floating around, tied six, tied seventh, but he did a bad showing. I think he ended up finishing eighth or ninth. So if you took him t- making top ten, he was there. But I, I think that was an incredible, incredible run by Sam Burns on an extremely hard course. Uh, it was fun to watch. Yeah. It's fun to make money. So, I mean, uh, this week is a little uh, weird. The the Dell, it's a match play. And then uh, the lineups come out late uh, for the match play. It was uh, Today was the match play, so we didn't have any picks for you. You could bet to see who's going to win at the end, but we're going to stay away from that this week. But we can. Can, can we announce uh, – what we're doing, Rook? I would say frozen? yes, but my my Wi-Fi keeps going in and out. I was apparently we cannot. Optimum, you suck. Jesus, there's that awesome face again. I I hope he watches this whole thing over again just to watch his face freeze. Oh my goodness! So, uh, we're gonna be here at Belly Up. The scoreboard addicts are bringing to you the um nice Masters pre-show. Uh, running down some 
picks for you, some betting for the Masters, just breaking down a hole by hole. That just everything about the Masters, because folks, if you're a golf fan, this is our Super Bowl. Rook, you're back. Break it down for us. What are we he's doing with our Masters pre-show? He's frozen. And he's out again. What what is going on? What is going on? You know what though? It, I, the Masters is just not the same for me ever since I played Augusta. You never played Augusta. I got the I got the the plane ticket to prove it. No, you flew to Augusta, Georgia. I played I'm, there. I'm extremely there. mad about this. I don't know what the hell's going on, on my computer. You can you hear me now? Mad. Yeah, yes, you so frustrating. Anyway, I picked Matthew Fitzpatrick top twenty, top ten. That hit last week as well, and that was plus money. Um, and then yes, as TJ was saying, that it's like the Super Bowl of golf for golf fans. The Masters were doing the belly up uh, Masters pre show, as we were calling it. Um, we have a few other podcasts that are going to be joining us already. We have Pivots and Divots. We have TSS Fantasies coming on. Uh, we have uh, the Sports Stove and Stover is going to join us. And then I think we have possibly one more. Um, and then who's the other one is – I can't remember the last one. Sal. <laughs> Help me out, Sal. He's sleeping over there. I see him. Uh, and then we might have one more podcast join. Oh, that is it. Okay. It was I, I didn't name all three. And then so we're going to be live okay, April 3rd, folks. April 3rd, 9 p.m. April 3rd, 9 p.m. And Breaking we're trying it all down for you. Yep. And we're all in the process of getting sponsors. We always have different topics. We're talking fantasy aspect of picking picks. We're going to do betting picks. And then obviously just picking our who we believe is going to win. Uh, we're going to try to get some skits, um, some additional content squeezed in between everything else. Um, and then we have one topic we're going to discuss is going to be with uh, Vince Stover. Is he's gonna? We're gonna talk about things doing a golf course, but um, things doing a golf course besides golfing, which I always like to do, like uh, you know, drinking and such. I believe we're gonna have TJ. TJ is gonna do one uh, skit or not skit, but a segment about uh, best drinks to make while on the golf course, which would be fun. Yeah, guys, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how to make some of the most iconic drinks to bring out there on the golf course with you when you're sneaking booze out on the course. None of us ever do that. No, no. But I'm going to break down the the best, in my opinion, but I, I'm pretty sure uh, everybody will agree, the best cocktails to make yourself or to have made for you out on the golf course. You know, golf, booze, go hand in hand. Yes. And uh, and it should be a great show. I think we have a lot of great uh, contributors. We're talking about like the Masters. It can't not be amazing. I mean, yeah, exactly. And then we're going to you know do top you know Masters moments, stuff like that. It should be about an hour and a half, maybe a little more, depending on what, when we finally get all this sorted out. But um we're looking forward to it should be a lot of fun absolutely Um, and breaking news the is tiger playing in the masters we'll let you know in two weeks (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you who isn't gonna be the masters phil mickelson phil mickelson not gonna be in the masters and you know what i finally started seeing some common sense uh tweets out there from different people in the you know pga world on twitter about how Phil Mickelson could be a staple for, for the game of golf for 25, 30 years. And the guy has, you know, a, a, a bad moment in time, says some, you know, statements that weren't really that outrageous, just essentially saying the truth and speaking his opinion. And now the entire golf world wants to turn on him as if, you know, he's the black sheep and what the hell he did. So, I, I mean, I think the sport is way worse without Phil Mickelson. And I don't care what the guy says. He, he gave his opinion it's not like it was a racist opinion. It's not like it was, uh, you know, some kind of misogynistic or or something like that. It was literally just essentially going against the PGA Tour 
as a business, as a brand, and now he's blackballed. And essentially from what I hear around uh, the business aspect of it is the PGA is going to go on and let him say that he's taking the time away from the sport when in reality, when he does try to emerge, there's most likely going to be some kind of suspension for him. Yeah, I mean, it's it is it's weird that that does happen. To, that, that happened to him. I mean, the whole thing with him like taking a break now and after those, you know, there are bad statements. We get it, but I don't know. I feel like Phil Mickelson's just a staple in the sport, and everyone, some people who enjoy watching the Masters just to watch Phil. Yeah. They... There he goes. There he goes. Optimum, you suck. So, yeah, but I mean, essentially, I think what they're doing is they're just pushing, uh, you know, they're pushing Phil Mickelson right over to, you know, live golf and uh, to Greg Norman. And the uh, Greg Norman essentially came out uh, about a week ago, gave an interview and uh, with the subpar podcast, Colt Nost and uh, the Sleaze over there. And uh, they're always a good podcast to watch. Um, and Greg Norman broke it down for them. And essentially, it's not going to be a tour. It's going to be about eight tournaments a lot of money up for grabs and essentially kind of put it out there saying that he spoke to um the head of the pga and just said no we're not looking to poach players we're just giving them the opportunity to play uh over here make some money in a uh, different type of tournament um they aren't doing it anywhere near uh the four majors they're not doing it any uh anywhere near any of the heritage um uh, golf cor- tournaments that are uh, the PGA is known for. They're trying to work with the PGA Tour, and uh, from the speculation is essentially that the PGA Tour told all the players that if you go play for uh, uh, any of the tournaments for Live Golf, that you will be banned from the PGA Tour, which is kind of uh, a lot of lawyers getting involved, a lot of people I've seen on Twitter giving their opinions because essentially uh, players for the PGA Tour are you know pretty much individual contracts. They're um, they pretty much you know play their way in. They're not guaranteed money by the PGA tour. They have to uh, play to win money. So uh, is there a legal standing that the PGA tour can have to, to blackball them? And essentially if you have, you know, the bottom, you know, of the barrel, you know, players, 150, 200 world rankings or lower, is it going to really affect them to blackball them? No. But if you get a Bryson DeChambeau to go over there, if you get a Colin Morikawa, if you get, any of these guys to go over there, yeah, you're 100% cutting your nose off to spite your face if you're going to try to ban them from the, from the tour for going over there and trying to make a little bit of money, especially when, let's say, the first or second tournament over with Live Golf goes off and the 188th player in the world uh, ranked is making 3 to $4 million purse and you have 180 other players sitting there saying, I could beat that guy. I could beat that guy in a bad day. Why am I not going over there to make $3 million next week? It's gonna. It's definitely. I'm excited to see what it does because, as a fan, I want to see as much golf as there is to be played. I like Greg Norman. Greg Norman's a legend in the PGA, so I I understand as far as a monopoly standpoint, as far as a business standpoint, why the PGA wouldn't want to see their players go over there and play these tournaments. But it's going to be an eventuality, especially the way uh, they're talking about the purses and the prize money that's up for grabs. You're you're not going to keep these guys who, you know, if they're ranked tenth, fifteenth, twentieth. And they're placing, you know, top twenty and getting two to three hundred thousand dollars, knowing that they can go beat somebody, you know, easily and pick up three million dollars. Who, who's going to turn that down? So, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at it, and I kind of feel like this is kind of similar to like 
a situation where it, it doesn't have to be a Doc, you're all correct. Yeah. I don't think Phil is gonna win the Masters either. That's a great hot take. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet him not to make the cut. Uh um, going out on a limb. But uh Doc always with us. I love it. Um but the way I look at it, I feel like this might end up being something, and maybe it's not a bad thing, to be something like uh what boxing has, where there's multiple uh different types of uh organizations that everybody can be a part of. And then you just become the unanimous guy, you know, like, you know, you've got your WBC, your, your WBA, WBO, the ring. And and there's 25 championship belts for every damn boxing uh, champion, right? There's, there's right. how many, how many heavyweight champions are there? There's like eight. Uh, and if you get all eight belts, then you're the unanimous guy, you know? So maybe that's what this becomes where there's two different, leagues i guess and you can compete in either one but that's the thing it's not it's there they already said they got away from the fact that it's going to be their own league they're not trying to create their own tour they're just trying to create a couple of events by by live golf by by this corporation that's putting it together and they just want to have the you know the best and the best compete because that's who people want to see and uh from what greg norman said it's going to be more camera angles you're going to be able to follow your guy through all 18 holes it's going to be a shotgun format, which I know a lot of the players don't like, you know, starting on hole three, four, wherever. But essentially, you're you're fitting in an entire day of golf into a four and a half hour window where I know if you're watching on uh, Saturday or Sunday on CBS or NBC, you're only watching about four to four and a half hours of golf. But in all actuality, that that tournament for that day started about 730 in the morning and is finishing off at about seven o'clock at night. You're You're missing a good. 60% of the golf whereas with the way they want to do it shotgun start you could see all your all your your guys your players the people you want to follow you could follow them for all 18 holes and you know if you watch golf you know if if you're a big Harry Higgs guy unless he's up in the top 10 or has an incredible shot on one of the holes you're not getting to see Harry Higgs you're, you're not getting to see Max Homa unless he's in the top 10 so it, it's they have a great idea I think it's going to be great for the sport but from a business standpoint, I understand why the PGA is fighting so hard. I mean, if you're if you're a monopoly and and you have the the keys to the castle and you get to sit there and tell your your sponsors and the money coming in, hey, it's this much money. You want to be part of golf? You're going to pay us that much money if you want sponsorship here, if you want TV time. And they have the right to make that set that number because what else are you going to do? They control everything else. They control the Asian market. They they control uh the the miners, the corn ferry, all these other the jicky jacks, uh, as the some of the pros like to call it. So it, it, you're you're giving away the keys to the castle essentially by a, a, a you know a competitor coming in, and they don't want to do it. So I understand it from that point, but it's not good for golf. You know, I want to see more golf. You, you want you want fans more racially driven. Just just throwing it out there. Listen, it's not my it's not my uh, phrase. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. 
It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. But uh, moving on from PGA, um, New York Rangers, miserable night last night, last yeah, night, so. Tuesday. Uh, but at the trade deadline, made some quality moves, picked up a few players. It's, By the way, I made some moves. Out. It's not the it's not the moves that, you know, it's not the sexiest moves, but it, it helps. It definitely helps the team. They're quality moves. You want to hear something interesting about those moves? Let's the four it. players, the, the four players that the Rangers picked up were the most. How do I say this? They were the only team to pick up four players that had played at least one NHL game. So everybody else, they traded for a, maybe a sexier player, but they only got one. Or they picked up a sexy player and a prospect that never played in the NHL before. The Rangers were the only team to pick up four players that had all at least played at least one NHL game. Yeah, I get it. And, but when uh, you have somebody like uh, the Panthers picking up Claude Giroux, it's, you know, they're already ahead in the division and they're picking up a, a, a stud. But to be fair, he requested to play for the Panthers. No, I understand that. And I'm not trying to fault the Rangers, but I, I understand what the Rangers fan base thinking that, you know, there could have been a sexier option out there. I mean, uh, Max Domi, if you will, uh, he ended up going to. Um, I want to say Carolina. Yes. So, uh, I mean, there was a lot of sex, much sexier players out there to get uh, players by themselves that would help the team uh, coming out the gate. But I, I think, no, we, we definitely got quality players um, and didn't have to give up too much. So uh, let's see how it works out for them. But it, yeah, it's going to uh, be an uphill climb. I thought Cop looked good last night. Yeah. Actually, you know what? The, everybody that played uh, that was new looked good. Is everybody on the that was old that looked awful? Everybody <laughs> that wasn't in net looked great. Honestly, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Shesterkin had an off night. They're bound to happen. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. And Yorgiev uh, uh, went back to being Yorgiev. He had a great game on Sunday. And then... Uh, as Eminem said, snap back to reality. Oh, there yeah, goes I, I think that's the biggest letdown, dude. I mean, we lose to the friggin' Islanders rivalry game, but a team that's not making the playoffs. We beat the Lightning, which we, we needed to do. We beat the Hurricane. We shut them out. Gorgiev gets the shutout. And then, you know, we lose to the Devils in uh, destructive fashion. I mean, it was embarrassing. We had a good first period and then just collapsed in the second. And... It's funny because reading, you know, Devils Twitter, you think they just secured themselves a spot in the playoffs, like they're going somewhere, touting uh, Jack Hughes as the next coming of Connor McDavid, um, because now he has what twenty-one goals. It's like uh, let, let's pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, come on, the Rangers had an off night, and you guys are going to be playing golf in May. So, I mean, so will we. Maybe we'll see them there. We might. I think they play on a little bit better courses, if I'm not mistaken. A little bit. Not Augusta like you got to play. You ever, see, you ever seen Canadians play golf? Dude, I mean, a lot of these uh, past NHLers, they, they become studs. Out Just Chelios, he's course. American. And we know this because he plays golf with John C. McGinley and John Cusack and Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Weirdest foursome ever. Oh, my goodness. That's an odd foursome. It is, but I love it. I love it. 
But uh, anything else? I, I I just hope that uh, that Turk took them out back and uh, and had them doing uh, suicides until somebody screamed out, Mike Ruzioni, United yeah. States of America. Because Dude, back, I, I, that's the first thing I said. I said, I hope they're bag skating tonight because that's just embarrassing. And, and you know what? It's bound to happen. I mean, out of the last nine games, the Rangers have dominated the Devils, eight of them. We won the last five games in a row at the Rock. We lose this one. The uh, I mean, the Devils fan base talking shit last night. Well, yeah, you got the win. But calm down because the last time I checked, uh, every time the Rangers roll into the Rock, it's about sixty to seventy percent Ranger fans. So yeah. you you can't even fill that shit stain of a stadium in Newark. The game started and you heard a very strong "Let's Go Rangers" chant. Yeah, and the Rangers came out strong to start. It just you know they they, 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 they fell apart in the second. Yeah, listen, and then by good win for the Devils. Period, it, was, it was over. Not not I'm not trying to knock the Devils. It was a good win for them. They they played a complete sixty minute game. You know, congratulations on the win, but uh, the fan base, I think, needs to, like, look at the standings and accept reality. Again, you're not making the playoffs. Again, your team's not going anywhere. And how long until, uh, what's his name, um, decides that? I don't want to play for this shit organization anymore. Yeah, Jack Hughes. So, I, I mean, it's coming. Keep Keep up what you're doing. So, I think moving on, to what are we moving on to now, Rook? If you're not frozen, he's frozen again. Son of a bitch. This poor gentleman. He's tortured. Fuck? Is it back? You were, you were frozen. Rest- you're good right now. You're good right now. I restarted everything. My computer, my Wi-Fi, everything. It's still not fucking working. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Does this mean we get to skip over March Madness? No. I think so. No. Oh, he's back. No, Shush, it does not. he's back. It does not. <laughs> well, March then Madness go right into March Madness, pal. I'm just, I'm just annoyed with this. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I, re- I restarted everything and now nothing's still working. Anyway, March Madness. We'll bring on Sal for this real quick and then we'll go into Des Gen Z. No, Sal, are you following along with March Madness this week or no? Uh, I watched the Duke game with uh, Coach K and Tom Izzo going at it. That was a pretty good game. It was a, it was a um, game for uh, for most of it. Duke did pull away with it. So I, mean, I watched the Arizona game. That was pretty good. That was a close one too against TCU. Yeah. That was a fun one. Um, you know, Baylor's already gone in the one seed. Got upset by North Carolina. Yeah, Michigan making a run as an eleven seed right now, which is fun. And the huge Saint story. Of the, yeah, the huge story of the tournament is St. Peter's from you know Jersey City, New Jersey. Um, you know, making this run, I mean, little program. And a lot of the stories are coming out this week about how, like, how. Uh-oh. There he goes. He's frozen. Is it back? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, you're back. So they were talking about how, like, one of the coaches was on Twitter, a former coach, talking about how little the program is cared for. About how, like, at one point, like, their bills were not paid for 12 months, so they didn't get equipment. Um, they had flooding in their offices constantly. They used to have to cancel uh, games while like, there was an ESPNU game that was coming in, and they completely had to cancel it because of leak of uh, roof leak. So it's just it's just funny to see Kentucky, you know, one of the blue bloods of the NCAA, lose to St. Peter's. It was, it was just was incredible. And then, and then Murray State has an opportunity to get into a Sweet 16 and playing against a lower seed like that, a little known school, and once again. They uh they win again and they uh they go ahead and uh 
There he goes again. Brooks having a tough night. He gone. Oh, no, he's back. <laughs> he's not doing good. No, nah, he's not having a good night, is he? No, not not at all. This is actually really frustrating. I'm gonna fucking complain to Optimum. <laughs> Anyone listening? Don't. You're I'm actually. Gonna switch, I'm gonna switch to Vials tonight. This is the Vials commercial. Little did anyone know we're sponsored <laughs> by Vials here. We're, we're sponsored by Verizon. So anyway, I mean, I'd love to talk more match Marsh Madness, but I'm probably gonna cut off by Optimum. So share this, will, share this, share what I'm sharing. I will probably go. I don't know if we could play that because it's probably gonna cut out copyright rules, Nick. It's ten seconds. It's not even ten. It's like two seconds. All right, let me try. I am a, I am a peacock. peacock. You, you gotta, gotta let me fly. fly. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the uh, the Saint Peter's Saint coach Peter's? when they wouldn't pay his bills. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and he's there gone. <laughs> it's always the uh, same face. He Nick, always gets I, caught I think, uh, the same face. Um, all right, let's move into does Gen Z know? All right, yeah. are we gonna be able to get through this? Good segue. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> he again. again. Oh my god! Oh, First go. world problems. <laughs> I I'm just trying to find out if he's just moving really slowly now to fuck with us. <laughs> Me too. No, I'm, I'm, I think I'm here. I'm just, I'm just really no, angry. <laughs> I'm about we to throw to, my wife. To, I'm about to throw my router through the wall. Sal, <laughs> Sal, we used to fuck with him, and we used to sit there and just not move. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, he'd be like, did you guys freeze? And then he'd see my mic was still moving. <laughs> yeah. Oh That's my great. god! Okay, he's all right. You're back. <laughs> yeah. All right. First question for Does Gen Z know? Take I it away, we week. We, can. we still so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go bad. before you freeze again. <laughs> go ahead, TJ was going. Oh, I got, I got the first one. All right, the first one is going just to be. You a theme song. Oh god, I what bad with these. 90s TV theme song is this. <laughs> For real? We did this three weeks ago. Did we? Yes. We, we already did, we? did this. Was yes. not here? You were away. See, so I was just gonna fucking know. Scumbags. I don't remember what it was. Uh, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> and Rook's running again. <laughs> he doesn't even remember. He doesn't even remember. All right, so somebody else go. I'll find another one. What right. 90s cartoon show starred two anthropomorphic chipmunks and their mat- mice companions? Oh, Tom and Jerry? Oh. No. Uh... Here's a hint. One chipmunk was dressed as Indiana Jones. The other was dressed as Magnum P.I. Oh, wait. I could see this, too. What is it? What's it called? Um, That's for you to tell us, guy. <laughs> That's the one. That's why you're here. I don't know. What do you got? The name of that cartoon show would be Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale's. Rest, I've heard of that. Well, they're actually coming out with a new um, live-action movie-ish. Really? Look it up. It actually looked kind of weird and cool at the same time. 
I actually feel like I'd like that. Right, I have a question for you before my Wi-Fi goes out. All right. What do the uh, initials of TLC stand for? And I'm not talking about the, the regular TLC. I'm talking about the pop band. Or there are R&B. Uh, R&B. R&B. When you say TLC, I immediately go to wrestling tables, ladders, and chairs, but it's not that. Um, <laughs> no, sadly, it's not. <laughs> it's not the pop band? It, I mean, they're yeah. not a pop band. They're an R&B they're band. They're R&B band. I, oh, probably, right. I said pop, but it's R&B. Do you know what they stand for or no? Tender Love and Care? No, it's not that one. It's not tables, um, ladders, and chairs. The love them, touch them, squeeze them. I don't know what is it. What, what does it stand for? It stands for the three members: T. Boz, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, and Chili. Uh, all right. Got By the way, uh, that '90s thing I was at last week, Chili and T. Boz were there. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty. Cool. Obviously, Lisa, Lo- not- Lisa Lopez was not there as she died in a fire a couple of years back. Uh, I always laugh when you that far. Did you burn the boyfriend's house down or something like no. that? No, I think that no. Did, didn't Wait, one what? of them try to burn their? Yes, one of them got arrested. I'm sorry. When you said didn't she start that fire? I thought you said didn't you start that? Fire? <laughs> I don't mean to, I'm not laughing at Lisa Left Eye Lopez. No. Not, I thought TJ just quoted fucking Biodome. No, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, didn't what? Didn't one of them yeah, get arrested for said, burning she their her boyfriend's house on fire? Yeah. Thank you. Jeez. Oh, that's really how she. I didn't know she actually did that. Yeah, she. I'm pretty sure she. Uh, she she torched the house. house and fire. Yeah, but I. I can't remember if she died in that fire or like it was a different, different, fire. Yeah. different fire. And don't go chasing waterfalls. Waterfalls, yeah. boy. All right, so I, I got a. I got a different one. Nineties uh, sitcom. Here we go. I don't. I don't want no scrubs. But see, I, if you guys <laughs> did this one, I, I can't help. I'm done. Hey, 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 creep. Oh, oh, uh, cut it. That was nine seconds. There's, there's I no know the song, it's Love and Marriage, but that's not the name of the show. Um, on the is it All in the Family? What? No, that's no, no, not a 90s show. No, 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 no. I got this. I got this. Uh, the father's um, famous for his uh, touchdown. Modern street. Family, isn't he or in Modern Family? Polk High he is, football. Yes, he did Modern Family as well. I know what uh, you're getting closer. Uh, Peg. I know the guy from he's from Modern Family, but what the it's hell? Wayne's he World too. He never uh, did a crazy thing that night. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it when you kill a man in, in a in, in in a battle? It's called heroic. Kill a man in it's, it's called murder. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't. I love think. the Simpsons. Oh, they made fun of it, and uh, like, no. he got it. No. I love Futurama when they make fun of it. The Simpsons make fun of it, and then she's like, come on, Al, let's have sex. He's like, eh, not tonight, Peg. <laughs> it's, like, it's like every episode. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I don't remember. You were close about being like the marriage part, wasn't yeah. it? The name of that show was Married with Children, Ed children. O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Uh, Al Bundy. Katie, Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal. David Christina Applegate and Christina Applegate. Yeah. What was the, and, uh, what was the boy's name? David Fastina. 
David Fastino, yes. Uh, every time uh, actually Christina Ed O'Neill. Hold on, hold on. Ed O'Neill and Jefferson Darcy were both in Wayne's World too. Oh, yes, yeah. they were. He played Mr. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. I'm not handsome, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. All right, Sal, last we have the audio clip here. Um, All right. Guess this 90s theme song. That was it. The short clip. Because you can't that do more. Short one. That's a short one. That's the um, second theme song for that show. That oh, the first, first theme. Sorry, the first theme song for that show. All right, you yeah. got to Give me hints. Give me some hints. Uh, place in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I was going to say, Nick actually met cast members last week. Yeah. We talked about it all last week when Nick was telling his 90s story. I don't know. His best friend's name was Sean. He's a big Phillies fan. Why are you yelling? The teacher was Mr. <laughs> Feeney. I don't know. Leave me alone. I'm having a rough night. <laughs> Mr. Feeney. If you don't get it now, you'll never get it. Yeah, I'm not going to get it. That Another TV show was... Boy no, Meets I've World, man. We've actually that, actually so many questions. Up. We've mentioned Boy Meets World loose like once a week. <laughs> I've heard of it, but never seen it. Really? Wow. Never saw it. Never X seen this. Let me X him. X him again. Uh, they're all for four. Yeah. Did you do your homework assignment last week that Nick gave you? What was it? Oh, I forgot what I told him to do. I had yeah, it. I, I forgot, forgot what he told me to do, too. It doesn't matter what I told him to do. <laughs> I think you told him to watch a movie. One of the movies. I'm sure to think I think I did. Talking. I just can't remember what it was. I don't, I don't remember, remember either. I had to watch last week's episode and find out. Yeah, watch yeah. last week's episode and find out what movie Nick wanted <laughs> yeah. him to watch. You'll be one of the four people that watched. That's not <laughs> no. true. My dad's watching, so five. That's not true. We had Party of Five, another great show. We had at least over <laughs> 10 views on, on YouTube, and we had about 40 on the uh, Twitter. Ooh. So, Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, whatever. The negative names. <laughs> people sure love, people love the trivia. People love the WWF trivia. People love the uh, does Gen Z know? They don't love Nick, but <laughs> that's true. That's wow. true. Even your dad right now is like, I agree with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the focus groups are coming back. They hate Nick. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? It's because I'm brown, okay? Why people don't like people from other people's country, like other countries. That's why hockey and baseball are less and less popular every day. Yeah, that's they see crazy. names they can't pronounce, and they are immediately turned off. Uh, here we go again. About yeah, this. but those names come from white guys, French Canadians. They don't sound like Smith and Anderson. Johnson. You look like a Johnson. <laughs> he does. Take your hat off. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have some freezing to do? Yeah, I have actually frozen a while, so let's get back to the March Madness. And then it just freezes. It's oh, going to freeze again when I say start talking. God's way of telling you, shut up about college basketball. Yeah, it's like, all right, I want to talk about college basketball again. My internet just goes out. 
Well, yeah, that's God's way of telling you no. <laughs> yeah, look, Nick's dad. <laughs> <laughs> See the uh, the focus groups don't lie. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> See his dad's arrested him. It's true. He told me in secret he wished he had two daughters. He does. He has Dave and Vanessa. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Dave could beat you and me up at the same time. That's not even true. He would cry because he's a crier. Everybody knows this. I don't know. I don't know. Not everybody because I didn't know that. Dave's a crier. It's because he's well, a real man. Okay, if you say so. All right. I think that's <laughs> it for this week. Yeah, I apologize for my internet. Yeah, it ruined the entire show. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Ruined the whole show because you know the show doesn't run without the without me. I'm the straw that stirs the drink. So <laughs> more like more like what happened is somebody was talking to you and you went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, or you were in the middle of a sentence and all of a sudden, the full job of the hut. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you're home when you uh, get the cable guy to come over and fix that. Yeah. There's a lot of movies that start with the cable guy coming over and the husband's not at home, you know. Just like so. the cable guy. Whatever you do, don't let him give you a free package. All right, Nick, wrap it up so you don't have to edit this because it's going to be exactly hour <laughs> 30. Right. Well, uh, this wraps it up for us at the Scoreboard X podcast. We appreciate you all for coming. Thanks to our guests, Matt and Brad. And TJ, thank you for coming as well. Um, <laughs> we'll catch you again next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 